welcome to the WIP, the What If Podcast That Day, Work in Progress. I'm your host, uh, James E. Couture, uh, on Twitter at the Slim James and on Instagram at GS Comics. Uh, we're coming to you live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash GS Comics, and I'm joined by my co-host, uh, Turner Houston. How's it going? Oh, it's going pretty good. No big long handles for me yet, but uh, yeah, some... I, you don't, you barely, you can barely use the internet. So <laughs> that's right. And <laughs> one day you'll get uh, at giant underscore size on Twitter back going. You know, I'll make a streaming superstar out of you yet. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, what is the What If Podcast? Uh, the What If Podcast is a podcast about consuming, collecting, and creating comics. Uh, and at the end, we will pitch what if concepts to one another, uh, ostensibly starting at Marvel, but it could be anything, you know, it gets crazy on us. Um, you know, Turner, you and I have created comics together for years now. That's right. Decade, a decade at least. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, plus some random stuff back in high school. Um, we Unpub- are gentlemen in scholar comics. Um, and because shows aren't really a thing for comics right now. And people, more people have uh, Zoom infrastructure set up. We decided to uh, rekindle the old What If podcast. Um, this is season two. <laughs> That's right, Jim. Is season one available somewhere on the internet for those people who are just dying to know what happened? Uh, yeah, season one is still up on iTunes. I guess you probably, if you looked up the words "What If" podcast, um, also the slash/wip um we'll have a stream of everything you're looking for for back uh episodes if you really want to hear us talk about uh fan theories about uh defenders stuff on netflix and agents of shield so there's just some really early to 2010s uh marvel goodness hey it might still be relevant to some people's lives I we mean, still haven't gotten a live action man thing so hey one of these days god willing yep uh, right after the new live-action Howard the Duck movie they make. I mean, um, I don't want you joking around about that. because that, I know, that is I know. Because <laughs> there was supposed to be the cartoon thing, and then they canceled it, and it's just MODOK now. Yeah, just MODOK. And that's that weird sort of claymation-type one. But Patton Oswald, so... Yeah. With his uh, patented comedy. <laughs> Hey, is that a joke? Barely. <laughs> I guess it qualifies. What if it was funny, though? Yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah, I guess the format of the show is uh, consuming, collecting, creating comics. So part of that is, of course, uh, it's Comic of the Week. A non-weekly segment where we confront the realities of having such a vast collective comic collection. Um, and so, you know, we need to get something random from our uh, collections or, heck, even um, a new comic we get to because, you know, it's ever expanding. So if you get something new, bring it on as well, especially like if it's actually been published new and it's salient to this year. I've got a few of those for when we do our actual first episode. Um, I'll give you a hint. It's not Martin Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, I'll have, well, I don't know. It depends when our first one comes out, but I know there is a new Marvel series I'll be getting. So, yep. Uh, 
yeah, the uh, just a quick teaser. The the Black Knight stuff, I kind of like it. So it won't just all be uh, shitting on everything. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but uh, part and parcel with that, with this uh, episode zero launch, I do have a, a dummy comic to run with, and by dummy, I mean uh, it's dummy stupid. <laughs> it is Ooh. Avengers number three forty seven. Uh, Operation Galactic Storm, the final chapter, part 19. I didn't know there was a black and white theme going. Uh, oh, yeah. I, uh, so, yeah, the part of the reason I got this is because it's part of my uh, pervasive, ever-growing Black Knight collection. Um, and course. early 90s Black Knight on the Avengers, where he was technically leading the team for a little bit with his leather jacket. Um, is, uh, you know. A Black nice little, is, you know, little way you can just sort of build things up with like cheap back issues. So I bought this at Casablanca Comics uh, in Portland, Maine. And um, I have not read it. <laughs> it cost me maybe three or four dollars. Uh, it is part 19. So uh, it is a long crossover with your Shi'ar and your Kree and whatever. Uh, so I don't know. I might wait till I get some of the other parts to start reading it. When I was thumbing through it it's not actually that black knight heavy so it's like what's the point uh but he is right there in the center on the cover oh so you know in his black and white black knight glory so just to give myself a tongue twister to uh warm up the vocal muscles yes oh very nice so um yeah and as far as would i ever be able to sell this for more than i bought it for the answer is in several decades. <laughs> several decades? I mean, there, there's there been a little bit of a surge in uh, Black Knight stuff just because uh, Kit Harrington was on Game of Thrones and thus and just playing him in that the Eternals movie. So there was a bit of a run. As you can see, the uh, first appearance of Black Knight, 1955, behind me. Um, I bought classic. that in crummy condition for $40 and I'd probably be able to be a hundred now. So <laughs> 2.5 times my money. That's good. So what do you have for comic of the week, Turner? Well, I was just doing a little research while you said that, cause I realized I had forgotten to see if it was worth any monies um, because it's certainly not really worth any monies to me. Uh, that would be Moon Knight. Number 60. Ooh. Take, nice. take a look at that cover. Some black and white going. Oh, and he's black. splattered. Splattered. And by. Can you read that? Splat. Splat, yes. By Charles Splat? Uh, no, no. This, this is Stephen Platt, I believe uh, the name. Yes, Stephen Platt. Um, all right. I got to say, this is, I guess, the last issue of the run of moon Knight that this is from because it does end with his death okay yeah sorry to spoil it it came out in the 90s though um the art is very 90s yes. i have no idea who most of the characters are because i don't have any of the other issues leading up to this um so i'm really thrown into the final part of a story that seems like it's been going on a while like Galactic Storm, part 19 of 19. That's right. So I'm glad you and I were on sim similar wavelengths. Um, so like you can see the art. Oh, yeah. 
It's very reminiscent of what went on at Image Comics in the 90s. Um, yes, well, that whole, uh, you know, Jim Lee, Rob Liefeld, and, you know, Jim Lee, I think, better. Um, it's just sort of everyone's gritting their teeth and very tense. Yes. Uh, this does have a nice page, you know, it goes sideways on Ooh, a splash. The sideways double splash. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, and uh, but again, I have no idea what's really happening. They keep talking about these places and these things, like Mark Spector had his own like industries lab, sort of like Tony Stark did, I guess. Yeah. I mean, Moon Knight is supposed to be uh, Marvel's Batman, so if he has an industry or is rich, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> okay. There's also some demons. Um, there's like some guy that looks like a frost giant. There's Jean-Paul, but it's not the North Star Jean-Paul. Um, and then there's more demons. I Yeah, I'm, I'm again, I'm not sure. <laughs> looks cool, though. This was definitely in that realm of, oh, the cover looks neat. I'm going to buy it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's essentially part of the reason why I bought this. Is like I could have gotten other uh, Operation Galactic Storm comics, uh, but I chose the number 19 because it was, or the part 19 because it had a cool, the coolest cover, and I was already in there buying something else. Um, um, in looking up, you know, would it ever be worth more money? Because I'm pretty sure I got this for like a dollar somewhere sometime. Uh -huh. um, I looked it up on mycomicshop.com, which I know I use to buy back issues, and I know you've used to buy back issues. Mm hmm. Uh, apparently, if I got it CGC graded, because they have a bunch of 9.8 CGCs, they're 150 bucks. All right. So if you take out the uh, the grading cost of that, <laughs> right? And you know, I'm I'm not going to say mine's a 9.8, but it's in very good condition. Whatever that means. Well, so, you know, yeah, it's at least I, encouraging that it's uh, over 100 graded because sometimes. Um, you can find, if you find a 9.6 and it's like 80 bucks, it's like, well, what, what's going well, on? Sometimes, uh, sometimes Casablanca sells them for like 35 and you're like, well, that's how much that would cost to get graded. So yeah. So basically I'm paying for a cool plastic slab, which honestly I wish was an option to like non graded and just give me a cool slab. Cause once again, I put that uh, janky uh, black knight in, um, cause it's in haggard condition, but I found some, uh, UV protective cases. So just yeah, that's what I like have. That. My, that's what my uh, Howard sketch covers are in those UV protected ones. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the art on the interior of this, uh, Avengers 347 is, is okay. It's not, uh, like, you know, the aforementioned Rob Liefeld, Jim Lee, everybody's tense stuff, just, just more sort of generic i don't want to say generic but uh okay decent uh art that is just still distinctly 90s steve yeah. epting is the penciler but uh there is a very uh silly Star Fox face oh well he, Star Fox is you know kind of a creep anyway so yeah he is quite creeping in the that and uh, he does also seem quite excited because he's like, of course, I don't know about what, but I assume it's some Shi'ar or Lalandra or my mind. <laughs> my mind. Uh, also of note, just uh, on, you know, 
one of the reasons why I'm probably going down the rabbit hole of eventually just picking up uh, all of the Galactic Storm thing is um, the Operation Galactic Storm arcade game is like Black Knight's, I don't know, maybe only video game appearance. Definitely, uh, it's it's got leather jacket, laser sword, Black Knight as a playable character. Um, so, and he's sort of overpowered in that game. His his laser sword just gets in there real quick and piff, 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 piff. Uh, so to pay homage to that, I figured I should probably pick up his other uh, Avengers story arc. <laughs> I mean, he was in the Avengers for a a good long time, right? Yes. Yeah, it sort of comes up in the uh, new of Black Knight series that Marvel is putting out. Once again, just teasers for that uh, official episode one when I give you a Black Knight review. Uh, just as a quick Twitch update, uh, nobody's in the chat. <laughs> all right, all right. Hey out there to nobody. We're just yeah. screaming into the void. Wait, actually, there might... I don't know if anybody's actually put anything in the chat, but there is a Two Horizons YT has followed. So thank you for the follow. Hey, hey, I am shocked, but hey, we're going to be recording on here, what, once every six weeks. <laughs> You better watch out. Your inbox is going to be full of notifications about new videos that we're posting, you know, I don't know, quad annually. I mean, honestly, if I could figure out a another webcam to be pointed down, uh, I might stream some inking, you know. Down at the desk. Ah, okay, okay. <laughs> like, why? That's for OnlyFans, Jim. That's a, that's a different account. Yeah. Onlyfans.com slash GS Comics. I was going to say, Giant Size Man thing on Onlyfans might be something already. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, I guess another part of the podcast is, what are you working on, Turner? Do you have anything in front of you? Uh, you know, I just did finish up. I don't think I had finished this pun the last time I saw you, but... You know, I got my collection of puns I've been working on. So here we go. There we go. Puns, 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 puns. I used to have a job at the juice factory. Yeah, uh huh. Uh, but I got canned. I couldn't concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> my God. I guess that's uh, technically humor. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> so, I mean, that one's done. Uh, my Titanic one is pretty close to being done. Mm hmm. Uh, you know, it was, it was my, my, my grandma tried to warn them about the Titanic. She kept yelling and screaming about the iceberg. All they did was kick her out of the movie theater. Oh, damn. Um, yeah, so, I mean, in a similar way that this podcast is for absolutely nobody, I enjoy making some comics that nobody will buy. <laughs> they might elicit a chuckle. Um, oh, you know, another one about my grandmother. My grandmother's got the heart of a lion. Uh-huh. Yeah, and a lifetime ban from the zoo. Uh -huh. All right, see, now that one gets me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm working up. I just want to get to 24 of them done. Put it in a book. Never look at it again. All right. 
Um, well, one day, Turner, maybe we can also do pun shin bag where you do so we can work on some superhero puns to just sort of fold into my uh, punch and bag universe. Available at gscomics.storeenvy.com. <laughs> Get over there. Hey, Two Horizons. Two Horizons, if you like this, our comics are way better. <laughs> Absolutely. The pictures are equally as sharp. <laughs> that Yeah, I'd, I'd give you that. Because uh, my webcam's a little fuzzy. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm working on my... 84 page wrestling comic which i don't know if that's ever going to come it'll be day it'll be decades <laughs> you know step by step it's fine i'm on the inking process which is my favorite part of comic work honestly have you done all 84 pages and you're inking them or are you doing it in chapters um no so i've done uh roughs on an ipad uh, or thumbnails and so I've just done pencils and inks on two pages and not even finished. I can even, you know, I'll show you right now because um, the next time we record, I'll have more done. Nice. So that's me outside the Lewiston Multipurpose Center. This one. <laughs> uh, and then inside the Lewiston Multipurpose Center. It's across from the Colise for anyone interested. Oh, and then uh, me as a 13-year-old boy watching wrestling with action figures on the ground. I do like that. And uh, I like to put in some uh, some details on the bottom. That's going to be sort of what I work towards here is just including a lot of tiny details that are only for me. But essentially a wrestling magazine, a wizard magazine, a stand-in, and a comic book to sort of represent the transition from uh, comics to wrestling that I made when I was 13. Are you going to get that uh, Kickstarter about Tony Schiavone or whatever his name is? Tony Schiavone? Yeah. yeah. Or Schiavone. Yeah, it's just Shaw. The Shaw. I mean, honestly, it's kind of interesting, but I don't know. I, this well, That's one of those things that I, I, if I got it, I would read it once and be like, the end. Yeah. If it was like five bucks, count me in. Yeah, it was if that like showed up on somebody's table uh, at a show in the future. Sure, hey, I'll buy it secondhand. But we saw Jerry the King Lawler at Boston a couple years. Exactly. Yeah. Well, if maybe Tony Schiavone should start drawing pictures like Jerry the King Lawler, and uh, you know, Jerry the King pictures. Lawler is a is a good artist. I'm just throwing that out there. Yes, maybe they could team um, up. Yes. This is the dream team you never knew you needed. Uh, and one last thing is the, the uh, Howard the Duck 2099. Part of my Tales to Admonish. Uh, working on panel one. I'm standing in the scrap heap, so I'm putting in some more Easter eggs in there, too. Nice. And uh, the intent is, by the time I'm all done, there's just going to be a bunch of ink on there. <laughs> it's going to look like a squid just burst all over. Essentially. Like, you know, I want to do something with a lot of tiny little details on it. So, uh, in, for the viewers at home, Turner, um, what, do you, what do you ink with? Um, you know, I, I've got a few of them sitting right here, but I go with my Faber-Castle. Faber-Castle. Mm -hmm. um, you know, this is my biggest one. This is a fat, big, thick pen. 
uh, your big fat marker boy. Yeah, compared to like the normal. Okay. Um, so I got this pack of them. I don't use all of these. I've never used some of these other weird ones, but... Oh, the bullshit tips. I like the teeny tinies. I yep. like the thick lines, the heavy blacks. Yep. So you're a marker boy. I'm a marker boy. Yeah, I haven't got to the brush like you. I, I really need to get back into doing just some straight up watercolors. Yeah, I'm a, mostly a pen and nib guy. Um, I use, uh, like, you know, an inkwell with some just regular India ink, uh, speedball does pretty well. Um, and I, <laughs> oh, so like I was filling up my inkwell, uh, with a big, Whoa. out of a big giant bottle of ink. Cause it's cheaper that way. And even though like it has this little thing that you're supposed to, you know, pour out of. It definitely just uh, started leaking out the side as I was pouring it. So cool. I'm going to treat it with the respect it deserves next time and put down paper and my little palette to uh, catch stuff. <laughs> yeah, otherwise you're going to have to go outside to do that. Yep. Uh, so yeah, between a nib, a different nib that's smaller, and of course like a generically smallish brush, and maybe another brush I'll use too, Um for different textures, but uh, yeah, I find that inking is actually my favorite part of draw of a uh, comic work, even more than drawing. So, next time somebody disses on an inker, I'll say no. <laughs> it's fun. No, no. Another thing I use too is uh, Sumi ink. So Sumi. <laughs> um, the only thing is, this is not a. Water soluble, or it is, it's too water soluble. Uh, if you get it wet, it runs. Whereas the India ink, if it gets, if you dr let it dry, um, it won't run if you paint over it with water or like an ink wash or something. So I'm not doing any ink washes on that wrestling comic. So I use the Sumi ink for a lot of the finer details because it's actually very good at fine details. Um, and it's just, it, it, it flows really well and quickly. So, um, you know, for any of the aspiring comic artists out there who are, I guess, probably not watching this on Twitch unless like they're all just secretly uh, <laughs> lurking. Um, but if I upload this to YouTube, the, the th second person who watches this is <laughs> the aspiring comic artist. Sumi Ink is good for fine details, but you can't do any ink washes on it. So don't get any crazy ideas. Um, while we're talking inks, I'll give a little deleter white. Oh, yeah. Very helpful. You know, when you make those mistakes, this is a good cover-up. Oh, nice yeah, definitely. Good. It's like whiteout, but more usable. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I also got a just a white gel ink pen, which I think they... I I got this off of uh, eBay for like a dollar something because I had a extra... Okay, the preloaded Visa gift cards, <laughs> they're all in well for the first $48 of the $50. And then you get this $2 thing, and you're like, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> so uh, part of that is I bought a uh, white gel ink pen. So that is also useful in a little, maybe um, doing some mistake cover-ups, but also adding white lines back in if you've over-inked something, or maybe you just want to add a highlight line in something. So yeah, pretty simple. And of course, uh, sometimes it's like a black gel ink pen for um, 
some some stuff with like letters <laughs> if i need to just write out letters you it uh goes a lot smoother and straighter than your nib oh i bet why is that this the little nib is just so uh sensitive to me uh you know jiggling <laughs> plus it's a finer line so like i don't know it's a and it um can be a little um finicky when it comes to like oh is it going to run out of ink mid-stroke or something so that like it it just like using a regular gel ink pen um is going to sort of take out a lot of those variables and just sort of be what you need um this one's kind of a thick boy itself so you don't use it for very very fine lines but um if i did have a very very fine thing i needed to use the the even just the a fine sharpie pen um is pretty good for uh fairly fine lines that need to be straight yeah they they're a little on the light side so you shouldn't use them on moss but you know in limited applications especially if it's like something that you're lettering or not doing full comic lettering but in a scene some letters in the background and then you can like maybe go over it with real ink after anyway you always just got to be careful about the bleed because yeah no, Sharpie will go right through, but all that India ink stuff is real good. Like it won't go through the layers. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, Sharpies are uh, beastly. <laughs> but I mean, you know, if you're starting out making comics, just grab, you know, a thick Sharpie and a thin Sharpie and go to town. That's a good place to start. <laughs> yep. Find a big piece of white paper and just start going at it. Absolutely. And don't be afraid to make uh, alternate uh, fan art, fan comics of your favorite characters. It's, it's not cheating. And, you know, it's not bad unless you're trying to sell it off as your own. So don't do that. Yeah. Unless you're at a comic show and then you can sometimes. It's weird. Yeah. But places might not print it for you. But... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like you can do uh, fan art and stuff, but don't put any words on it. <laughs> don't make actual comics; just pictures of Spider-Man. What J. Jonah Jameson would want. All right, so I think that's a pretty good um, place to uh, wrap up the episode, or at least for me to practice wrapping up the episode. All right, wrap it up. All right, so if you enjoyed our theme song, um, oh shoot, actually, see, I need my, I need my notes. If you enjoyed our theme song, the aptly named Death Beach Two Thousand uh, from the album, I used to ride dirt bikes with that kids from Danger I Reckon. You can buy it at dangerireckon.bandcamp.com. All of those words are spelled as you expect them to be. If you want to support the show financially, I'd ask why. But also, you can buy our comics and stickers over at gscomics.storeenvy.com and help support Gentlemen and Scholar Comics. Uh, you can check us out at, on social media. I'm uh, at the Slim James on Twitter, twitch.tv slash gscomics, and at gscomics on Instagram and Facebook for Gentlemen and Scholar Comics. And remember, live the life you want to. Don't just sit around asking yourself, what if? Because that's our job. Ooh.
<laughs> How's okay, that sound to you? That was good. I like that. All right. Well, thank you. If anybody is actually watching on uh, t- Twitch, we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, Two Horizons, YT, you're a trooper. <laughs>